0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? That's <laughs> good to hear. Um, it was an exciting week. There's a lot of hockey to talk about. Four Maryland Black Bear games, three Team Maryland games, a Towson game, a Terps game, the DMV Women's Hockey uh, Tournament that took place in Laurel this past weekend, and uh, UMBC starting up, uh, officially announced their first game. For the weekends or, or for a weekend coming up. So we'll talk about all that and possibly then some in a bit. But we'll get started with the uh, Maryland Black Bears who uh, were in Blaine, Minnesota. A scant four and a half hour drive from where I'm at. So I said, cuff it, let's go. And uh, went out and checked out all four of their games for the annual NAHL Showcase Tournament. Uh, not necessarily a tournament, I guess Showcase in general is what it is. They had four games in four days against Corpus Christi, against uh, against the uh, the uh, Wichita Falls Warriors, against the Odessa Jackalopes, and then the Chippewa Steelers. And if you want a uh, comprehensive uh, coverage, write uh, up on ClutchingCrabHockey.com. Uh, split it up in two, uh, twos, so two games uh, for Wednesday, Thursday, and then two games Friday, Saturday for Wednesday two-post in general. So going to be comprehensive. Or, comprehensive, he says. Uh, there's going to be write-ups there, more in-depth than what I'm going to give you. I'll just kind of give you Cliff's notes here on this weekend and then uh, follow through on that. But uh, they started off with Corpus Christi, a couple old friends hanging out in Corpus Christi as the uh, as this is the first time that the Black Bears uh, faced off against Grady Friedman and Jude Curtis, uh, two guys who were uh, integral in that first round A series win against Johnstown. They got traded this summer, and uh, they took uh, on the Maryland Black Bears for their first game. And the first game, uh, Corpus Christi has been back since they went uh, dormant last year due to covid protocols. Uh nothing really happened in the first period. Uh the Black Bears kind of on their heels in the first part and then as things started to get going the uh, the power or the period ends from that one. Maryland struck first. Vlad uh, Vlad Poligashko gets his first of the year. Luke Van Wy and Connor Cole on the assist there. Then with 48 seconds remaining in the frame, uh Jaden Jensen puts one home and uh passed Luca uh, Luka Pasco who played brilliantly for the first uh ...for this whole game uh, and was seeing a lot of things through traffic. Corpus Christi trying to get bodies in front, but DePasco was there for those stops. Second period, Matthew Davies puts one home. His first of the year from Dimitri Kibru and Ryan Bottrell. Uh, then the uh, Corpus Christi gets back on the board. Oliver Stumpel with a goal. Uh, short shorthanded from Connor Cole. He puts one home and then uh, a nice little hat trick ski for Polagashko as uh, Cole and Van Wy on the assist on that. It is the fifth uh, Black Bears hat trick in team history on that one, first since Luke Mountain last season against the Maine Nordiques. Zachary Dill gets one of the power play for Corpus Christi, and then uh, Philip Tornquist pots one in the empty net for his second of the year with one fourteen remaining, and that is all she wrote on that one. Uh, DePasco, 24 saves for his first victory. Uh, this season with the Black Bears uh, power play, you know, <clears throat> seen better days in this game. Oh for six on this one. PK went one for, uh, went five for six on their one. Things were going good into Wichita Falls. The opening for the blackout jerseys happening there, uh, and then uh, things got started a little, little iffy on the uh, shorthanded attack as Wichita Falls scores first. Carter Copey. With his first of the year. Then Luke Van Wy, as the the time was dwindling down, just threw one at the net and it trickled past Matthew O'Donnell for his second of the year. Dylan Wegner and Ryan Bottrell on the assist with that. Early going to Jack Blanchette scores 4 4 into the second frame. Things are getting a little chippy there. And then Luke Van Wy, Johnny on the spot on that one. He gets his third of the year. Lasers one home. Wegner and Bottrell again on the assist. For that one. And then Bottrell said, you know what? I'm going to take this on my own. On a delayed call, uh, Luke Van Wy throws one in front, tipped down by Bottrell. It is now uh, five, uh three to two at that one. Give uh, Jacob Brockman a secondary assist on that, and then Dylan Wagner gets a nice little setup in front uh from Bottrell uh on the power play for his first in the NHL. Luke Van Wy with the assist on that one, and that's all she wrote, four to two. Victory for the Black Bears. Michael Morelli, 17 saves. Didn't get tested too, too much. He was good when he was called upon, though. He was uh, he was there for things and getting his form back on as we move on to uh, the regular season uh, as it keeps going forward. Odessa, the game against the Jackalopes. Eh, it was it started off promising. Jacob Brockman gets his second of the year. Wagner and Trace Johnson get on the boards. And then shorthanded goal. Uh, Trevor Talwin uh, just... Puts one up, throws it in there, uh, bouncing puck all around. And the next thing you know, he gets his first of the year. Uh, and then just under three minutes later, Liam O'Hare, his second of the year, makes it 2-1 going into the break. No per- no scoring the second period. Then Christopher Duclair just burst up the wing, just blows by everybody, gets his second of the season, uh, 4-10 into the third. Then late into it all, Emerson Good scores. I believe this was an empty netter. It's not marked as such, but I don't think I saw Morelli in net for that one. Uh, James Tepper scores for the Black Bears with a second left where Elliot LaRoe and uh, Brandon Piku. And it is a 4-2 to loss on that one. Morelli, 39 saves and losing effort. Saw a little bit more puck action there. Odessa's good. Odessa got into the lanes really, really uh, frustrated the Black Bears, especially with shots from the point. I mean, just things were just going off shim pads. Just shooting lanes were closed off in a hurry. So... It was one of those deals that, you know, just frustration. You couldn't pin anything there, uh, here, there, and everywhere. So, is what it is. They move on to Chippewa. And uh, no scoring until the third period. Six goals in the third period. Chippewa getting the most of them. Uh, Mark Flettmeyer, 413 in. He scores uh, on a uh, just bad, just an intercepted breakout pass. uh, Bobbled up in there. And then he scores his second of the year. Then Nick Savjek, uh... He scores his second of the year for Chippewa, just uh, 29 seconds after that. Uh, and that puts him up 2-1. Jacob Brockman gets his third of the year on a nice little rick, uh, a nice little shot going through. Ryan Bottrell on the assist on that. Uh, then Joseph uh, Granda, his fourth of the year. Then a minute 10 later, Jack Brown, empty netter, his third of the year. With one second left, Black Bears score again on the power play. Tornquist, his third of the year from Van Wy and Brad McNeil. But that's all she wrote on that one. Ah, uh, Luca DePasco with a 32-save effort in the uh, losing effort for the Black Bears as they finish two and two. It's the third straight showcase of three that they've been in that they have uh, two wins throughout. With this one, it's it's uh it's one of those deals where you can see where this team stacks up. You're seeing other divisions. You saw uh, three teams from the South Division, one team from the um i think it's central division or midwest division uh, wherever chippewa's from i could look it up here in a second but regardless of that um uh midwest division all right uh but the, you can see how you stack up against other teams because other divisions are going to have different grinds in that one maryland i thought could have won every single one of these games i mean these are these are games they could have won it's not like they were blown out one way or another uh, it was a situation. They could have won any one of these games, a, a bounce here, a bounce there. Uh, so many posts that were hit, uh, especially in Chip- uh, in the Chippewa game, uh, there was uh, there's a couple posts hit there, even the Odessa game, couple posts hit there. If, if this goes one way or t'other, then you know it, we have a different ball game here. but you can say that for most any game, I'm sure in that one. But I think Maryland did represent themselves very well, showed some growth. Uh, and, you know, it's one of those things where now onward and upward. It's division play from this point forward. And we will see how they stack up against, especially this weekend, Maine. Maine is here. It's a East Division final rematch. Uh, and we will see how this goes. We will see how Maryland stacks up with that. But coming out of the weekend, pretty, pretty good uh, numbers-wise. And that gave uh, Luke, uh, especially for Luke Van Wye, who is the Bauer star of the week for the East Division, Boy, he had himself a weekend. Uh, it, it is uh, phenomenal. Two goals, five assists in four games as he just put on a show. Two assists on the power play. So that was huge on that. Connor Cole with three assists. Uh, Philip Tornquist with a, two goals and assists. Uh, Poligashko with the hat trick in the early going. Ryan Bottrell, I think, under underrated. He gets an honorable mention this week for the NAHL Stars of the Week. One goal and five assists. Uh, Dylan Wagner as well, goal and three assists for him. So I think this, this weekend you saw the depth of the Black Bears. I mean, Bottrell is the leading scorer for this squad right now, and he was slated, quote-unquote, as uh, on in the line charts on the third line. That said, you know I don't know if you can necessarily necessitate what kind of line these guys are on. I think all the way through this team is very deep, has the scoring ability, it has a lot of guys who can take the mantle and and go with it. I think we saw all three games, a lot of different offensive contributors in in this show, and and we can see when we haven't seen the best out of most of these guys either. Like, uh, we haven't seen a lot of uh, you know, Connor Cole mixing it up. You know, he's got three assists, sure, but I mean, he's a guy who's he's can score scoring bunches. Uh, Brad McNeil was going for the net. He had a couple of posts here, there, and everywhere. Uh, Dylan Wagner showed flashes of offensive uh, offensive glory. Miles Gunty played very well, though not getting on the board. Aiden Bruich was out uh, injured. Demetri Keber is a guy who was zipping up and down the ice. Same with Elliott Uh It was a situation where these guys, uh, from top to bottom, anybody can get you. And I think that this is a team that is uh, as deep and as talented as we've ever seen. Um, so we'll have to see how it goes forward in division play we will see that starting this weekend at the den get your tickets tickets tickets.marylandblackbears.com for all the fun stuff that's going on there and uh, friday saturday set friday 6 30 east start and saturday 7 p.m east start on my hockey or on hockey if you can't get to the rink for one reason or t'other. With the Bears away, Team Maryland will play in their slot in Friday night and Saturday night as they did as they started a three-game set to open their season against the Connecticut Rough Riders uh, in Piney Orchard sporting some new duds, little Maryland flag action uh, on the shoulders, on the sleeves, on the hem, all over the place. A nice little revamp for Team Maryland for this season uh, for their jerseys, and they got started off in style as uh, they went ahead and swept the entire weekend. But we'll get things started on Friday, as we are willing to do. Uh, back and forth action. Maryland pretty much controlled uh, the play for the first period offensively, 17-5 to on the shot chart, only breaking through on the power play with under five minutes remaining. Alex Newton in uh, on the point, just ripping one through as he got hit. A good goal celebration. He was spinning around on his knees. Uh, Jacob uh, Kaczynski and Cole Oriani on the assist on that. Uh, then in the second period, didn't take long, 152 in. Captain Sawyer Tan left even strength from uh, Konsinski, and that made it 2 to nothing. Even strength goal for Connecticut, Jake Leal on the uh, on the even side, and uh, that made it 2-1. Then in the third period, Evan Donnelly just grinding it out from Bobby Geyer. He gets himself his uh, first goal of the year. 3-1 is the final. Uh, that we saw on this one, John Werber with 17 saves in a winning effort for Team Maryland. Rest of the weekend was not as close for Team Maryland against this. Uh, we'll start off with uh, Saturday, and things get going quickly. Misha Derger, uh even strength goal, three minutes in, exactly Matt Parker and Carson, Strickley, uh, Carson Stickley. On the assist on that. Connecticut gets one back from Connor Bella on the power play, but then Will Rosen gets one on the power play on his own on an extended uh five-minute penalty as uh, a headbutting injury or headbutting call uh, by Nico Gianante of Connecticut, throwing him out of the game and a five-minute call goes from there. Will Rosen gets the goal, Brian Teske and Tommy Tracy on the assist. Then during that five-minute span, Nick Falls short-handed. For Connecticut, evens it up. But before the period ended, under two minutes, Evan Donnelly gets an even strength goal from Rosen, 3-2. to Only one goal in the second period. That's Rosen from Donnelly and Tommy Tracy. Those three working really well together uh, as that made it 4-2. Then the third period was just frantic. Team Maryland scores three goals in a total of 37 seconds. Will Rosen starts that whole thing off. Uh, even strength unassisted. Matt Parker. Then he pots one home. 26 seconds later from Nick Graziano and Michael Pelosari. And then right after that, that's right, 11 seconds. Michael Vassbland. Even strength from Tommy Tracy and Donnelly, making it seven to two at that point. Dominic Saveto gets himself a power play goal, making it seven to three. Then Team Maryland get two from Nick Graziano. Uh, Bobby Graham on the first, uh, the assist on his first goal. Then Newton. Alex Newton, the assist on the second goal. 9-3, the score on that one. Shots were 56-26 for Team Maryland, including 21 in the first and third period. Goaltending for Team Maryland. uh, Gideon Sullivan, 23 saves in the winning effort. Then we shift to Sunday. Uh, Not much of a difference there. 45-26 for the shot count. Connecticut actually gets up early on this one. Colin Bella, 106 in. He puts one home one to nothing early. and then team Maryland scores uh, six unanswered goals between the first and second period. JJ. Creighton. he gets an even strength goal from Mike Kuhn and uh, uh, will Rosen on that one. Then Veland with his second goal of the weekend, Tommy Tracy, Nick Graziano on the assist. Then Bobby Graham gets in on the scoring action. He gets a goal, Nick Graziano and uh, Jacob Kasinski. With that, Graziano then scores with uh, a 20 into it, and then Kuhn gets one um, even strength from Carson Stickley and Brian Tetsky, five to one after one period. Second period, Nick Graziano pots an even strength goal on that one, six to one uh, after two. Connecticut gets back on the board. Jake Leal, 152 into the third. He gets a goal, making it 6-2. Then Devin Jolly getting in on the action from Creighton, 7-2 on that one. Shorthanded goal for Connecticut, though, late as uh, Lucas Basse with the uh, 7-3 marker and then Mike Kuhn on the power play had a, a great, great uh, game for him as he gets his second goal of the game. Rosen and Vesplan on the assist, 8-3 the final. John Werber, 22 saves for Team Maryland, and Team Maryland getting ready, getting rolling, getting ready to go on this one. Josh Frusco's got his team getting going. I'm sure the first game, a little bit of feeling out period, trying to get the nerves off, and then, boy, full throttle Saturday and Sunday on this one. As we look at the uh, player stats coming out of this weekend, Uh, And it was a big, big weekend for a lot of these players as uh, Nick Graziano leads the way with four goals and three assists, Will Rosen with three and three, Evan Donnelly with two and two, Tommy Tracy, four assists, Uh, uh, Jacob Kaczynski with three assists, Michael Vespland two and one, Mike Kuhn two and one, Bobby Graham one and one, Matt Parker one and one, JJ Creighton one and one Uh, going all through. And then uh, you got John Werber with two wins on the weekend. He has a goal against 2 907 save percentage. Gideon Sullivan with his win with a three goals against 8.85 save percentage on this. So, Team Maryland getting ready and rolling, and they're going to have to uh, think about this quick. They got the New Jersey 87s coming up on Wednesday afternoon, noontime start. If you have the lunchtime off, take the rest of the day off. Go down to Piney Orchards. Free uh, uh, admission for the Team Maryland games. And, New Jersey 87s, real good team. Uh, I believe they won the Eastern Hockey League last season. So they are a team to watch on that. And they have another game on Monday at the Ice World Skating Complex in Aston, Pennsylvania. As they'll take on the Philadelphia Little Flyers on Monday. So we'll have two games to talk about from Team Maryland going forward on that one. The Towson Tigers back on the ice as they start their season up. And they are ready to go on this one now. I will say this: the ACHA website is trash. Uh, they so far do not have the uh, final stat line at all for Towson and Del- uh, Delaware, the D2 Delaware. I will sh- I, w- I should say, and uh, but luckily Towson is very solid when it comes to their social media. Uh, that's something that we we can't take away from them at all and uh, they, got, they got some goal scoring for us. It started off early. Tigers get going uh, in the second period after a scoreless first. Uh, Tyler Mercer, uh, sorry, Tyler Mercier with his first goal uh, as a collegiate, I do believe. Justin Brown, Ethan McGregor on the assist, 424 into it. Uh, and then Towson getting out to a 2-0 lead on the power play. Jack Ellis with a goal from Jake Lissey. 8-19 in and then Delaware scores 40 seconds after that making it 2-1 and then they score again uh, with under seven minutes remaining in the frame to tie it at two. Third period of the way and then uh, Delaware goes ahead and scores late uh, with under seven minutes remaining in the third and they win the game three two over Towson in this one so uh, one of those situations where you know it's it's uh it's a tough one. That's a tough one to to swallow. You had to lead up to nothing, you let it go uh to the wayside, and I mean uh Towson has had a rough patch here going forward with them. So it is uh it's kind of sad to see. You would love to get them on the good foot, uh doing the right thing in the uh, start of the whole ordeal, but that's not to be. But onward, upward from that, they have Mercyhurst uh, this weekend, Friday, Saturday, at Mercyhurst. Uh, So we'll have to talk about all of that going forward. And You can check out their Twitter, at Towson Hockey on Twitter. I'm sure they'll have updates on those games for that one. Uh, Delaware then, after that, went down to, this time, Bowie. They went to Bowie to take on the University of Maryland Terrapins, uh, and there was no joy in Bowie as the mighty terrapin struck out seven. Nothing was the final. Uh, uh, for the Blue Hens D2 team, Maryland just didn't get anything going uh, at all. And that's all she wrote. Seven Cobb is the final on that one. And they will have uh, they will have Georgetown University to face this weekend on Saturday, as it's their last game of September. Go to chirpshockey.com Terpshockey.com, I will say this, that they have gotten a lot better in terms of uh, putting updates and stuff there. They had a preview of this weekend coming up uh, and uh, that was pretty rad. Uh, So whether or not they keep continuing that on, we'll see how that goes. But uh, they also have new duds, new jerseys that are not for sale yet, but they look pretty slick. It's got just a Maryland script on it. Got the Maryland flag on the shoulders. You can go to TerpsHockey.com. Check those out, and then once they uh, once they go ahead and go on sale, you can order them. How about that? Huh? There you go. Uh, UMBC is coming out of dormancy, and they will be taking on the University of Maryland October 1st for their first game at Laurel Ice Garden. So that is pretty impressive. UMBC uh, set out the past couple of years, uh, or at least weren't as active the past couple of seasons, or since we've been doing this, to be quite honest with you. And that's a school... That uh, did have some kind of good, uh, solid club hockey there, for a bit. But uh, the, the retrievers are back, and we couldn't be happier in this one. So uh, we'll have to keep a ta- keep a tabs on them, to see how they're going, uh, moving forward. There was some women's hockey to be had as we had the Fall twenty uh, twenty one Mashup Tournament from the DMV Women's Hockey, uh, I guess Association Federation, some kind of something but uh, we had uh, a four-team uh, four-team little playoff or four-team tournament here crows have eyes uh oscades i hope i'm saying that right probably not wolf lightning and the tri-city trash pandas which i think could be my favorite team name uh ever and i would love to have a jersey or some kind of thing um in any case we have ourselves a uh semi final a whole playoff thing uh, during that three-game round robin, the Crows have eyes went two one and zero. The Oscades went two zero oh, and one. Wolf Lightning o oh, two and one, and the Trash Band is one two and zero. Oh. Uh, so that seeded all of them, and doesn't look like like there's not many there's not playoff results that I saw here, but I did see like the Lightning, or at least I saw it on Amber Moore's uh Twitter page that the 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 Lightning took a took a trophy home. So there's that. Uh, let's see if I can go If you go, if you want to follow them on the Twitter at DMV women, uh, pretty cool stuff going on there that they have promotional things. They'll have, uh, they'll have little, uh, they'll have the game updates. They'll have, uh, just classes and, and, and I guess locations where there's learn to skate for women only, um, learn the game, kind of get suited up and then thrown out there into the, uh, into the rink situation so at DMV women uh, on Twitter that's the DMV women's hockey uh, thing you can go ahead and check out the uh, stuff that's going on there for uh, for that they also have a jersey uh, jersey auction for the 80s and 90s uh, battle of mall times as uh, they had a uh, game there this past weekend don't know how that fared I don't have that there but there is all they had all-star jerseys for sale on that that benefited the Black Girl Hockey Club um, in that. So, uh, yeah, go to DMV Women and you can check that out and they'll have exciting stuff there. So, huzzah to all that and to huzzah for uh, getting more women in the area into hockey. We can have, you know, we can have a solid growth here, folks. Hockey growth, how about that? Huh? How about that? How about we get to some players? Huh? How about that? All right, we'll start off in the Ice HL in uh, in the Czech Republic. Or is that Slovakia? That's Slovakia. David Bondra, the uh, Annapolis-born Slovakian national. He's playing for the Blatislava Capitals. He has a a goal in two games so far, but a minus three. Not so great, Bob. But uh, he is uh, out there getting things going out there in Europe as the European season has started there. Matthew uh, Danzinger, he is part of the Danbury Jr. Hattricks. We'll be seeing a lot of him uh, this season as well. He is a Potomac, Maryland native, former Washington Little Camp, and he uh, has uh, no no points so far, but we'll get his name out there uh, as part of the Danbury Jr. Hatrix. Played 10 games with them last year uh, during the whole crazy COVID situation, but he has played every single game this year. For the team, uh, who is uh, is building? They're a building team. We'll just put it at that. Anthony uh, Dom, uh, Domina, he is Severna Park native, former Severna Park high schooler, uh, former Howard Husky, former Washington Little Cap, now with the North Iowa Bulls. Two assists in three games. Uh, he got that on Friday and Saturday this weekend at the uh, at the showcase against the Amarillo Wranglers and the Kenai River Brown Bears. So uh, good to see him checking in uh, from the West Coast. And that's that'll do it. A lot of a lot of teams, a lot of schools have not started yet. So we will have to see where this all pans out for some of these teams and some of these players. Um, I know Bryce Montgomery is a guy who is at uh, the Canes Prospect Camp. So he's getting that before his season in London starts. We don't know what the whereabouts of Adam Varga, what he is going to do. This season, Jarrett Tenorti, a guy who some places say he's from Saverna Park, some places say he's from Burnsville, Minnesota. We claim him as one because he played for uh, Saverna Park High School. So I think that that kind of lays stake there. He signed with the New York Rangers. Uh, So we will will have to keep track on everybody on this one. But uh, we've done it. That's it. That's all. We're over. Uh, Until we talk to you next, uh, thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart for listening in. I appreciate it more than you know. Uh, go to com. That's where I put some musings and uh, and things like that about Maryland hockey. When I think about it, I'm also going to do a weekly wrap for the Black Bears on their series. I'll usually put that out Saturday night, Sunday morning-ish, depending on um, really just time constraints on my own life. Uh, but thank you again for listening in. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been the Chesapeake Hockey Week on the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction. Find us on the socials uh, at Chesapeake Pod, both Facebook and Twitter on that. And uh, like I said, clutchandcrabhockey.com for all the stuff about Maryland hockey that I can muster or can think of or can find or can put forth into the world and uh, move onward and upward from there. So that's it. That's all. You guys have a wonderful week. Play that clutch and crab hockey, and I will talk to you next time through. Peace.